Hey everyone, welcome to Nerdy Talk with Dan. I'm your host, Daniel Thompson, and I back miraculously from the dead is uh, <coughs> Alvin Williams. Yes, I am back. Or AJ Williams. Which one do you want to go by? Does it matter? Alvin Williams is fine. Doesn't matter to me. Got you. Okay. Let's just go by Alvin okay, Williams. Okay, AJ. No, okay, I'm just kidding. <laughs> fine too. All right, Alvin. AJ. AJ. Okay, yeah, AJ. That's cool. So, uh, how are you feeling? You feeling better? Yeah, man. I take my remedies, you know. Nice. Rock candy with the moonshine and the <laughs> <laughs> tea with the onions and the lemons, you know. Understandable. But I'm good. I'm alive. I feel less. Like, yeah. Well, we're, I'm happy to have you back, you know. Thanks, man. I'm glad, happy to be back with Dan, Daniel Thompson talking nerdy. You know, talk nerdy to me. <laughs> That's going to be the opening. <laughs> One of these. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. Enough. Enough. enough, enough. Well, I was. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. <clears throat> so, I saw a movie screening on Tuesday. Of Did you? Pacific Rim Uprising. Mm-mm. How'd that go? Eh. That's all I gotta say. Eh. I didn't see number one, man. You gotta give me a little bit more insight. Okay, so Pacific Rim 1. It's about... It's in the future, in like 2030, something like that. Oh, we're close. And like... <laughs> yeah, we're really close. <laughs> and like... Uh, Vortex opens up in the Pacific... On the, in the Pacific Ocean, and mm-hmm. these monsters come out of it. These giant Godzilla-like monsters come out. Right. And to stop them, humans created these giant robots to fight them, called Jaegers. And that's the whole movie. It's just okay. And Idris Elba, he's in it, and he has this epic line in the movie where he's like, "Tonight we are canceling the apocalypse." And then everybody was like, yeah, that's tight. Okay. It was getting them amped up. Like yeah, when I first, the British got to do it. Yeah, we're canceling the apocalypse. <laughs> and he dies in that movie. Spoilers. Okay. <laughs> and then the sequel, they, they instead of going the, tra- the traditional route, they said, you know what? Let's have John Boyega from uh, Star Wars uh, episode gotcha. 7 and 8 play Idris Elba's son. And he's like uh, rogue... You know, street dude mm-hmm. who had some like military background, and mm-hmm. so they tried to introduce John Boyega to us, the fans, the Pacific Rim fans. And at first, I was a little hesitant because I liked the first guy they got in the first movie, but you know, uh, they just tried to make it like a teenage version of Pacific Rim with like kids piloting the Jaegers, the giant robots. What was the uh, what was the name of that other movie where? Uh... The father was was with the son, and they were fighting robots like in the ring. Oh, you Remember? mean uh, you mean uh, with Hugh Jackman? Yeah, uh, his young son. Uh, I'm mad. I don't know. I, no, let's not. Type you know what it. I'm? T- let's not type <laughs> it. I'm gonna get it out real still. Boom. There it is. That's how fast my my, my mental library is. It's not as fast as it once was. <laughs> <laughs> it's not as fast, but hey, 2030 is coming up. <laughs> Feels like it. So the uh, maybe a little taste of that kind of more so. Nah, not even. It's more like Power Rangers. Like oh. you know when they when Megazords are fighting like the okay. giant monsters. It's just that for like two hours. Oh. But that movie just Pacific Rim Uprising just didn't hit that spot for me, especially for people who waited since 2014 for this sequel. They didn't get the guy who directed the first one, who was Guillermo del Toro, who mm-hmm. directed The Shape of Water. Okay. And uh, <laughs> I know you don't know back your lab with the the fish fucking movie, uh, but you know he was can't busy. say that Oprah Winfrey's in that movie. Oprah Winfrey is not in the Shape of Water. I mean, 
The rich woman. I don't know who you're talking about. It is Oprah. Oprah is not in the shape of water. Oh, you're talking That's about Octavia. Octa- Octa- oh, hold on. Talk about, wait, 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 wait. A wrinkle in time. Let's go back. So the guy who directed uh, The Shape of Water, and then what, what else about him? Just forget that last one. No, 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 no. I'm going to call you out on that. I'm going to call you out on that. See, you got to do your due diligence. It was a wrinkle in time. You got to do your due diligence on these things. It was a wrinkle in time. But I will give you segue. I will give you points because you were you said the streets weren't talking about a wrinkle in time, and they weren't. Because <laughs> that movie... I mean, that movie is like at number three or four now at the box office. That movie's horrible, right? Yeah, so. Oh, you saw it? No. Oh, yeah, I saw it, and I just, it wasn't for me. I, I did view, like, some of the interviews and things from the cast, and. <laughs> You're like, yeah, give this a chance. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was just, you know, just to see the outskirts about the movie, and it wasn't too good. It wasn't high. It wasn't yeah. interesting at all. I nothing, mean, nothing, nothing that they said influenced me to be like okay well when i was in line for the screening of pacific rim there was this mother who was very adamant about the movie being good and i was like oh wrinkling time just just wasn't good and she's like well you know it's for kids and i'm like you know i was like no i brought my little cousin to see it i I didn't bring my little cousin to see it (laughs) but i just wanted to win that argument and i was like like and they didn't even like it (laughs) (laughs) she was like (laughs) she shut up after that that just shows you how, how petty i am you just don't lie to the lady like that. You're supposed to be a staple in the whole film industry. But I can say, but I can say with full on knowledge that this it just wasn't high. It wasn't connecting right. because, like, the money doesn't lie. You know, but I can't Numbers give out financials. Right. Yeah, I can't give out financials being like, oh, it only made like seventy million so far, or like forty five million so far. I don't know the exact number, but I know it didn't make its budget back yet. So probably not going to make its budget back domestically. But I'm Sorry. not, not going to shit on that movie anymore. I'm going to shit on another movie, which was Pacific <laughs> Rim Uprising. Uh, I thought it was okay. I, th- I mean, it wasn't bad, but it wasn't great compared to the. Not compared to the first one. What would it? What would you change about it? Or what would? Seeing that they changed directors, and of course they brought it to a more millennial view. I guess that's what the that's what it was. What it, they were trying to do. Mm. Um, what is it that you think they could have done to achieve their? Go cooler monster fights and okay. bring back the realism from the first one, which sounds ridiculous. But like in the first movie, like if like a Jaeger, which is are the machines when they jump up, you know, gravity. It feels like there's real gravity at play. But in this movie, when the Jaegers jump up, they like move uh, like a regular person would move when they jump. But these things are like tons, like right, 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 huge. Right. Thing. So they shouldn't be able to move like a regular. Swiftly. Yeah, they should be like kind of like super yeah. slow. But I can see like in real life, you know, if it's slow, people might get bored. Kind of give it like a Dragon Ball Z effect. Just, yeah, you know. They were just, move. Yeah, they were super swift and stuff. They were like doing duck rolls. They were like rolling oh. the ground and like sliding in the frame. I was like, oh, and, they, and they looked too clean. The movie looked too clean for me. And I'm I about to like, say, if you got these big robots and these weird animals just popping out of time, it's just like, that seems like a messy situation. Yeah, it just, it, it wasn't, it wasn't. <laughs> like when I watch, like the fact that you uh, reference Power Rangers, like when I used to see Megatron fighting, it's like, oh yeah, it's going to be a couple of buildings breaking. It's going to be. Yeah, Megatron. That's, trans- <sighs> that's a Decepticon, so <clears throat> that's Transformers. When I saw the Power Rangers <laughs> fighting, <laughs> the big robot. I had to call you out because somebody's saying it right now. Yeah. Um, I just know that, you know, I always expected that effect of 
mess even when you watch like Godzilla and things like that oh, yeah, in yeah. the in the past, you know. Yeah, and so that was what disappointed me about the movie and just like it ended exactly like every ambitious sequel movie does yep. that hopes or thinks it's gonna get a sequel mm. where they're like we're gonna do like they just say what the plot of the third movie is, mm-hmm. and I'm not gonna spoil it because it's just about fighting monsters. But mm-hmm. John Boyega's character is like, "Oh, uh, can the aliens hear me? Because if they can, he was like, I want them to know we're not gonna wait for the fight to come to us. We're gonna come to you. We're gonna take the fight to them." And I laughed because I was like, "I have heard this before," <laughs> and I was like, "Where have I heard this?" Oh. Independence Day 2. <laughs> and guess what? Horrible. That's not getting a sequel. And it, it was bad and it wasn't getting a sequel. And they were like, oh, we're going to go to their planet and fuck their shit up. I'm like, okay. I I just I just don't think that's a great concept. Like, you can't just show up on aliens' planets and then like fuck their shit up. Especially an alien that you don't know nothing about that yeah. has came to your planet. Yeah, I'm like, I don't know. It just feels dumb, but... Pacific Rim Three, that's their pitch for it. We'll see how that goes. If that if they if it makes a lot of money this weekend or if Black Panther will stay number one. Uh, I have good faith in Black Panther this time. <laughs> you know it's crazy, uh I know somebody who just went to go see it again for like the fifth time. Today. Oh wow. I was like It's a life changing experience that movie. I said, Look, man, I'm going I'm gonna buy it when it comes out on D V D. I've seen it enough. It. Yeah. At this point, like I'm waiting for a director's cut or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um you don't want to. You don't want to drop the water hole too much. No, I feel you. I, feel you. <laughs> I think uh, it, there's a high probability. I mean, there's a high chance Pacific Rim Two might beat it, depending on the reviews. But I think it's like at like a forty six percent on Rotten Tomatoes, mm. and people are kind of finicky about movies when it when it comes to Rotten Tomatoes. But because this movie is so dumb, like, or it's not the plot of it isn't really a movie you go to see because the acting is good, right? It might be enough to push it to number one. Maybe. Because Black Panther barely beat Tomb Raider last week. But, you know, Tomb Raiders, the reviews for it were kind of eh. So, that pushed it over the hump. Mm. So, we'll see. Fair, so, fair, fair yeah. enough. So, what else we got? Oh, uh, Ready Player One's coming out next week. Oh, Screenings, screening of that. Yeah, I'm seeing a screening of that on Tuesday. Yeah, we'll see if I can find me a screen. Give me a seat. Mm. Hopefully, I don't sit behind you and your fro. Nah, I sit up at the top. Oh, okay. I, I'm paranoid about people like trying to mess with my fro or something. <laughs> Throw some popcorn in it. Throw some popcorn. You know, people are dicks. Yeah, they uh, don't do that to me though. So, um, what's your um? I'll take on Ready Player One so far. Well, it's Steven Spielberg, and you know, I've been saying for years, like, Steven Spielberg hasn't been Steven Spielberg in a long time, Mm -hmm. because he's like the chairman of DreamWorks and shit, and so, with this movie, it looks like it's, he's trying to rekindle that old school Spielberg, like, he still might got a little, he might have a little bit left (laughs) in the gas tank, you know, so, and I've heard good things about it, they played it at South by Southwest a couple weeks ago, and, uh. Everyone was ecstatic about it, so here's hoping. I think this will definitely be a a visual movie. Um, just taking a look at the cast in itself, uh, you don't have any big time cast that I see. Yeah, it's all just people that they've kind of like. So I think it's it's gonna definitely be a visual movie that. Yeah. You want to take in visually, sort of like I guess Pacific Rim for the most part, but they might have some heavy hitters that. 
And it's got pop culture references. It's got heavy hitters in the sense that, like, Batman's showing up, you know? Like, Star Wars characters might show up, you know? Like, stuff that you've seen in other movies is in it, so... Definitely. So that's what is going to either... That's going to keep that at number one for a while. Like, I, I think if Black Panther wins this weekend, then Ready Player One is going to knock it off. Fair enough. Which is fine that a good movie did it. Yeah. Instead of a bad one. Definitely, definitely. Any but, other things you feel like you're going to take away from that? <clears throat> no, nah, not really. I mean, I'm just, I'm like at a, I'm, I'm a wait and see, you know, Tuesday, when Tuesday comes, you know, I'll be like, can't wait to talk about it on the podcast. Now, is this kind of, kind of a, a segue from a different film or a sequel? Or was there anything referenced from... Ready Player One versus just the older games and movies? Nah, that's pretty much it. It's just pop culture. Original. Just anything pop culture, you know, like... Well, I guess the plot of it is, like, it's in the future. And everybody's huddled together. It's kind of a shitty future. But everybody uses VR to escape. Mm -hmm. And so when they get into their VR thing, they can be anybody they want. And that's how they get their, their swagger and their credits and stuff. Their gamer points. Mm. And uh, the creator of the VR stuff, he's dying and he's like, or he dies and he leaves his will behind and he says, hey, whoever can get these three golden keys in the VR thing will own my billion, multi-billion dollar company. Mm-hmm. And so everybody's playing the game to try to get that, find those keys and stuff. And the bad guy this movie is like this old chairman guy mm-hmm. who's, uh, you know, going to cheat to try to get it, you know, like kill anybody who's coming close to getting it. Like pop up at your house with your headset yeah, on, yeah, and start like shooting and stuff, assassinating. Mm. So you know, it, it's it's gonna get really serious, and it's, it seems fun. It seems like a cool concept, and yeah, I'm 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 up for it. Uh, just based off the old, uh, all the old TV shows and things featured on just the cover. Yeah, you're just I, like, oh my god, that's the Iron Giant. Yeah, it's just like that's cool. I, I think that'd be interesting to watch. Spider Man doesn't show up. I'm gonna be mad. <laughs> Isn't that the uh, the Green Goblin? No, nah, that's not the Green Goblin. It looks like don't make me mad. Anyways, <laughs> so what else we got? Oh, I know this is one you wanted to talk about. Before. What you got? Well, this isn't the one you want to talk about, but I'm, I'm gonna let you introduce that one. But Deadpool two, Deadpool two, no, that trailer a, just dropped. Very interesting. It was pretty funny. Is I'm that an official trailer or the? Official second trailer, yeah, Red Band. Well, the one we watched was a Red Band. Right, right, right. Cuss words and stuff. I like it, man. It's um definitely more insight than the first one. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely <laughs> looking forward to seeing, you know, if this one's going to be, it's going to live up to the hype. Now, there's a rumor. There was a rumor a couple weeks ago that the movie did reshoots because it had poor ratings at its like, test screenings. Mm-hmm. But that ended up not being true. They just reshot because they wanted to make the movie better. And they had two test screenings recently at the same time. And both of them scored like above average. Right. Like one of the, them scored a 92%. And then the other scored a 94%. So they're going to go with the 94% cut of the movie. Yeah. And so that means the movie was like fucking Pretty amazing. Good, yeah. yeah. So if you're bad at it, it's just as good as your. Re-edited. Yeah, yeah, so we'll. I'm, I'm excited to see how that movie plays out. It's got a great cast, and Josh Brolin is having a great year because he's having two big movies this same month with Avengers: Infinity War right. as Th- Thanos, and then Cable 
and that the dude with the metal arm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's just he's living. Him and Michael B. Jordan are living this year. Hey man, the they're villains eat, they're eating. The villains coming out in twenty eighteen, dude. <laughs> they're eating this year. But uh Awesome. Um so uh in uh the second trailer, official trailer, uh they definitely uh introduced the rest of the cast and the supporting cast. Uh of course Deadpool is yeah. Marvel. Yeah, I'm excited. I mean all of them are you know, all of them are pretty interesting. Like, you know, you got like Terry Crews. Yeah. Like seeing him in it. I'm like, oh wow, like how did that get under everybody's noses? You know, like it's quir- it's, it's quirky, man. I like the Deadpool is energetic, man. Like, yeah. if, you, if you go to Deadpool and not expect to laugh, like just natural laugh, is you got issues. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know, they're it's so meta, it works. Mm-hmm. You know, like with the the end part where he's talking about sequels and stuff, <laughs> you know. So who knows how this movie is going to play out? It's coming out around the same time, like maybe a week or two after Avengers: Infinity War, and then I think after that. Han Solo is coming out. I might be wrong, but <laughs> it's hard to keep up with these movies now because they're coming out week after week after week. So, you know, we'll see. But, oh, well, actually, one of the interesting things about that trailer is X-Force. They're teasing the X-Force, which is, like, a Deadpool team with, like, other, like, deadly mutants and stuff that go on these, like, mercenary missions. And- uh-huh assassinate people and stuff so you can see a spinoff with Deadpool Terry Crews Zazzy Beats uh, and all those other characters <laughs> besides your man uh, in the uh, Deadpool when he mentions like yeah got the characters who can get a good 10 year spinoff blah, oh blah, that blah. was my favorite line in that, that trailer. Was a nice yeah, little trailer yeah you gotta find some people that are uh, <laughs> that are young enough to carry their own franchises for 10 15 Definitely. years I like um, <clears throat> they didn't uh they didn't show a lot of Terry Crews, uh, of course. Yeah, just a quick shot. Muscle man of him yeah. uh, in the movie. Uh, the other girl, Shiley, is that her name? Don't get me wrong. Shiley Katsusa? Katsuna? I can't spell that name. Well, she's part of the clan. Are you IMDBing it? <clears throat> yeah, yeah, he's he's IMDBing it right <clears throat> now. I just asked that for comedic effect, but because <laughs> you're looking right at yeah. the screen, and I can't say I, I I can't pronounce her name either. So you're not gonna try to get me to catch it. It's Shioli Katsuna. It's not. You wanna know why? Because there's no thing. There's nothing on IMDB that says how you pronounce people's names. Yeah, fuck. I, uh, I teach part time. Ooh, what? I know about Ms. foreign names. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Mister Denio. <laughs> <laughs> But, but uh, I, and then uh, ZZ Beats. Um, I like I like the I fact. Like her. Yeah, I like her. Um, it was a part in the trailer where she um, She's she like, questions. I, wish I went back to school. Yeah, I wish she I stayed in school. Yeah, she said, "I wish I stayed in school." And that just really like. I think that's her niche. I think you just have a crush on ZZ Beats. I have. A I, don't have a, I don't. I don't have a crush on her. I have a crush on. Her. I, I like. I like her character. You have a crush on her. I have a crush on. her. What is it she about looks, her? She just her hair. Okay. Her face, yeah. it just works. Uh. It, everything goes. It's like my face, you know. My hair and then my face just go to go well together. Yeah, you know, not to sound, you know, yeah, self-absorbed or mm-hmm. anything, but you know, yeah. Try a uh, charcoal pill mask and bring that there. I, I, extra. I, I do actually. Okay. All right. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> but I like I like her uh, character. Um, I think she has a niche in. Um, but you know, fans, dry comedy. fans were shitting on her though when she first got announced. I believe and it. still are because 
She does not look like her comic book counterpart. No, she doesn't. <laughs> yeah, I'm but like I said, seen the pictures, right? But it's just her look. I, I mean, her like I said, her look herself. Like she gives this like political justice kind of view. I mean, political justice type comedy. If that makes sense. I've never seen her in any other comedy. That's like, well, no, like okay. So in in the trailer, uh, she said, "Isn't that damn? What is what does she say?" It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Just okay. So in Atlanta. Yeah. She's also she's a, she's yeah. in Atlanta. Uh, there was a part where he was like, "Isn't it that's red-handed?" And then she jokes and says, "Oh, you can't say that because that's I, what the white man came up with." I feel like I, she's just a grounded actress. I don't even think she's comedic. I think she, no? she yeah because I think everything I've seen her in, she's just like the thing that keeps it from being over the top. So when I see Deadpool her and Deadpool too, I just think she's like the character that's gonna keep things like from getting like. Like, when Deadpool does some stupid shit, like, in the comic books, Domino is kind of like that. Deadpool is, like, all over the place, nuts. And she's just like, you are, like, off your meds, dude. Like, she's just, like, a a person that... She keeps it light. Yeah, she she tries to just kind of bring everything down from being too absurd. So, I feel like that's why they brought... Why she won the role, because the other people that were going for that role, I couldn't have seen do that. Okay. I don't know who else was going for it. Yeah. I can't name them off the top of my head, <laughs> so I'm kind of useless with, with that. It was so long ago. This was like back in 2017. Oh man, early 2017. So yeah, man, Deadpool two, we got it coming out May 16th. May right? 16th. Don't call it a comeback. I've been here for years. Yeah, that was a trailer song. Oh, I thought you were gonna keep rapping, bro. Nah, I'm good. That's not my rap voice. <laughs> it's not my rap voice. But anyways. Yeah, um, yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready for it. Same here. Now I know this one you're excited about. Uh, this is the real thing you've been excited about. You're like, damn, we gotta talk about this. We gotta talk about yeah. this, damn. All right. Sorry to bother you. Uh, what was it? Can you speak mm-hmm. into the mic? Say what? Can you speak into the mic? Uh, sorry to bother you. I didn't oh. mean to interrupt you. Oh, okay. Yeah. Fuck <laughs> you. <laughs> no, nah, sorry to bother you, man. Um, yeah, I think that's gonna be a funny movie, man. So also, what's that, what's that movie about? Um, it is a guy who. He's trying to come up in, in the quote unquote um, white world or blue collar world. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's basically like in the. It's a comedic version of, of somebody in the struggle. I guess so, so he has to put on like his white person voice. Yeah, well. That's exactly not, what it Not was. to spoil it, but. I yeah. mean, people are going to look up this trailer as soon as they, <laughs> we finish talking about but it. But in more or less words, yes, he has to put on his white person voice and. Uh, I don't know. I, I just think it, it just, the trailer is what really caught my eye. It was very comedic. It, yeah, and they had all this like colorful imagery and stuff like that, and it's got a great cast. Yeah, we got the uh, guy Lakeith Stranfield, uh, also from Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's star role, head role in it. Uh, Tessa Thompson, your second crush. Tessa Thompson. Tessa Tessa. Tessa. <laughs> Go on, Tessa. Tessa. She might be a cousin. You can't crush on her. Tessa. Yeah, she's my crush. She's your cousin. You can't. She's my crush. She already got your last name. That's okay. We're not that related. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. That was dark. That was dark. Was third I'm cousin. taking that back. But, uh, yeah, man. It, we even see Danny Glover coming back, man. Oh, my God. I'm sure she's happy because he gets to eat. <laughs> finally. At he the, gets a paycheck. After all these years. That he can live off of. Being on dialysis. That's not lethal weapon paychecks. Um, But, yeah, I think, I think it's creative. It's something new. Um, I don't think the world's. 
I don't think the world's really saying anything that's quirky. Quirky, and for uh, less of words, it's kind of about what it is to work in. Yeah, I mean, um, corporate structure. It, I feel like black. I saw some. Who else was that guy? Was it Jamie Foxx? No, it's not Jamie Foxx. It was somebody else's uh, head guy. Which, if he's a mm-hmm. A-list actress, he's not going to be this low on the list. But um, I don't know. What's your thoughts on it, man? Well, like I said, I think uh, the idea of it is very savvy, it's very humorous, you know, and mm-hmm. like it's something that people can relate to, you know. Uh, well, some people, some people can't relate to that, <laughs> right? Like some people say, oh, when you get into the corporate world, you got to put on like a identity, mm-hmm. you know, you got to talk a certain way, you know, you got to talk like like this. <laughs> You know, you just gotta like Seinfeld it, you know? And so, like, you know, I think uh, because it's focused on primarily on African Amer- from an African American perspective, we'll definitely be able to grasp I, I think it. a lot of people will be able to grasp that. And yeah. then it might cause other audience members to kind of think, like, is my coworker like, <laughs> is he fake? Does he it? have a fake voice? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it happens more than you think. <laughs> no. But, you know, I think. Uh, it you does. know, I can't relate to that because I've always felt like, you know, being genuine. Right. You know, like, because it must be exhausting to have to do that. If I had to do that voice like every day, like, that would be, ex- <laughs> that would be exhausting. <laughs> Dang, you do this every day, every time we do the podcast. What? Every time. What? Your voice. But this is my actual voice. Oh, all right. <laughs> this is my actual <laughs> voice. <laughs> no, but, uh, you know, I think, uh. <laughs> you know, my actual voice is uh, a lot see, deeper. Look. But see, this is my serious voice. Yeah. You know, when I'm like trying to... You trying to be stern? Yeah, and like somebody's trying to mess with me. You I'm ain't like, got no kids I'm right I'm like, don't, don't mess with me, you, kid. You ain't got no kids right here, dude. Yeah. Who, who you, gonna, who you gonna take your bed off? <laughs> <laughs> when I have kids, that's gonna be my voice at all times. Like, hey. <laughs> hey, son. Hey, Jim Bob. Hey, uh, Danny. Dan Jr. Don't do that. Hey. Don't, don't do that to your child. Adonis. Don't, don't do that. I'm gonna call him Adonis. Look, if you have a child, you name him Dan Jr., you're going to have to teach him karate. Oh, he's going to know karate. <laughs> he's going to get beat up. He or she is going to know karate because I'm going to like, they're going to watch Power Rangers at a young age and they're going to uh-huh. want to know karate. And so I'm going to be like. They're going to watch and everything. Exactly. I'm going to teach him. Walking around with the outfits under their clothes. I'm a black belt. Yank it off. I'm a black belt. You, a, you didn't know this? You a black sambo. <laughs> I got a black belt, man. Really? Yeah. Is that is this a true fact? This is a true fact. I can kick some ass if I need to. No, is it a true fact that you're a black belt? Yes. I can kick some ass. <laughs> <laughs> but see, I'm so easy going, nobody will believe it. And that's the way I like it. So if somebody were to mess with me, you know, and I flip out these moves, they're going to be like, oh my God, I didn't know this man was like this. I didn't know he could come with such fury. <laughs> but, you know, I don't want to talk about... My hidden skill set. Oh my goodness! But how, what do you? How do you feel about the movie? Do you think that you know? Can you can you relate to this? Um, yes. I mean, I can. I mean, just, I mean, just being a <laughs> black man. I mean, like, no, seriously, seriously. Like, to be honest, just being a black man. Mm. I'm six four. Pretty intimidating. Big as hell. Yeah, you're intimidating. Like, you're scary. there's no way I can if I walk. I was white, I would walk. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's no, I mean, like, I think my demeanor itself brings in a, 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 a welcoming 
nah, demeanor. I'm scared. I'm not. I don't walk around like bullying people, but <laughs> but when I'm in certain situations, like in an interview, like I put my button up shirt on, my tie, and I, I'm going to talk to you. I got you. I got you. Stern, but like when but you're yet, like, like, but like when you're like outside of that, like you're at like the mall, you don't feel like no. Yeah. I mean, it's for, based off my stature alone. I'm going to get that regardless, so it doesn't mm-hmm. bother me. But, I got you. Got but you. like based off, you know, sorry to bother you. The movie, like in the in the world of work. I definitely have to put on a different face. I have to talk different. Gotcha. And maybe that's a universal thing for this movie. Maybe everybody puts on a mask you know, I think in a weird way. I mean, I, I think regardless whether it's in work, the work field, whether you're in the street, the people you're around, if or you're in you a different family. Or somebody else's family. family. Or when, I you're, say, when you're hanging out with your family, you're kind of a different person. Oh, yeah. Kind I'm of a different various. person altogether. I'm like, oh, hey. I what? Am. That's awkward. No, I'm not like that. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not like that. I'm like, hey man, what's up? I'm more like Donald Glover. I'm like, oh hey man. Oh okay. But you know, like I'm just easy going. But like in my mind, like I'm talking exactly like I talk on this podcast. Like shut the fuck up. <laughs> you know, but I, I would never tell anybody. Oh no, you got to get a di- different character. Donald, Donald Glover wouldn't do that one. No, but in my mind, he uh, would, in, in my mind, I would totally like in Donald Glover's mind, he totally would say like, shut the fuck. I'm up. like Eddie Murphy on the inside. But on the outside, I'm like Donald Glover. Does that make any sense? I'm All talking right. about like raw Eddie Murphy, like <laughs> when he first came to the scene. Yeah, that's how I, my energy is usually. But when I'm around certain people, you know, I kind of dial it back because I don't want to offend anybody. You are an asshole, bro. I am. I'm sorry. This is true. No, I get you. Um. Yeah. So so um, even with you, where you work at, or in your everyday life, do you feel like you have to switch up? Like if you if you had to switch up your, I feel like everybody attire. Yeah. How many times would you have, you say in, in your day? Oh my, like attire, like what I dress. No, no, just your whole the way you speak, the way you dress, or the uh, way you carry yourself. How many times in a in one day will you feel like you have to change it? Maybe like once or twice. I've I've like I feel like you know like if I'm like I don't know. It's a good question. If I'm like in a neighborhood, like the suburbs or something, mm-hmm. and there's not a lot of black people around, I got an obligation to be like, "Oh, hey, how's it going? <laughs> hey, yeah, hey." No, no, okay, no. Sadly, I personally, I do that every single where I go, whether hey, where, whether I'm in the suburbs, in I like how this is streets or whatever like, the case is. This has become like a real conversation <laughs> about like what it's like to be black. Well, I'm just saying, like, I, I do that everywhere, like even in the hood, like. I mean, of course, I might be like, nah, hey, how you doing? Like but I'd be like, yeah. Hey, what up? <laughs> what up, bro? How you doing? What's good? You know what I'm saying? I, I think I speak, and I think that's what I mean uh, when I say my character is kind of a... And that's the beauty. Open about it. That's the beauty of human language. You, you know, ain't got to be intimidating all the time. Yeah, you can switch it up. But that's, you know, that's, that's, that's apparently a successful trait of entrepreneurs that I've read. Now, but the downfall, the downfall about that is... Um, you know, like last week, uh, the kids had a silent protest in schools. Mm-hmm. The downfall about changing characteristics is you act different when you know people aren't looking mm. versus when you know you are around people. You know what I'm saying? You know, that's actually a good thing. That's a, that's a good thing you brought up because ever since we did this podcast, I think the exposure mm-hmm. on myself is a lot. Is a, 
a lot bigger. Mm-hmm. So like how people perceive me is like, you know, like the people who know me, they're like, oh, that's Dan. But then the people who kind of like just knew a little know bit me from about a distance, me, yeah, yeah, they're like, oh shit, this is what he's really <laughs> like. Oh okay, that's what's up. Yeah. Like my eyes, like their eyes have been open and stuff like that. Yeah. Like oh, Dan's drinking beer. Like what? <laughs> so and I'm just thought this guy was drinking beer. Yeah, I'm like yeah. Can drink some beer occasionally, but I mean, I don't work with it like that. But you know, it's just funny the way people respond. I don't know about you. Yeah. Have people have family members seen you on? Oh uh, no, I, mean, I don't, videos and stuff. I don't feel like I've gotten a different effect. Uh, I don't know. I, I I like talking, man. Yeah, I don't mind talking to people. I've always been the type, and um, the point I was trying to bring up was uh, the whole protest was supposed to be about gun violence in schools. Yeah, and the problem is that. When kids are like away from their parents, just like you, when you're around your mother, you might not do certain things. You might not drink oh, beer. Yeah, I'm around your mother, not gonna cuss or drink any beer. I'm gonna be a saint. But here on the <laughs> here on the podcast, you'll drink a beer every once in a while. Then when your family members, they'll tell you about it. It's like, bro, why you gotta be a snitch? Yeah, whatever like, the case is. Yeah, I'm like Terrence Howard, <laughs> snitch, bitch. You ain't nothing but a snitch, bitch. That's how Terrence. Was that a real song? Yeah. I show it to you after this podcast is over. He just made a song called "Snitch Bitch." <laughs> Snitch. I cut, bitch. The, cut the fan over there. <laughs> it's hard to see the frame when you're in the picture, but now the picture's faded. Bitch, I'm done with you. All right, I'm done. Empire. Anyways, watch it Wednesdays at nine. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man. Uh, I think it's gonna be good, and uh, even for the people. Who can't relate? Uh, I think that'd be a good insight on how we feel. It's kind of like Get Out in a sense. Get Out is good commentary on if you really think about Get Out, and this is really nerdy if you think about it. Uh, the sunken place mm-hmm. is really just where people go when they're not being themselves. That's what that metaphor is. You've been in situations where you're talking to people. You might, I don't know, you might meet some like millionaires or something and then you start acting snobby not yourself very yeah 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 you know very much you know like a pompous version of yourself like oh how are you doing yeah yeah. it's a pleasure i'll take champagne yeah you know but like in the back of your head the real you is watching yourself do these things that you. that's fair i like that that's what the second place is when when i saw that movie that's That's what you assume everybody can relate it doesn't matter if you're white black whatever you know like i'm sure certain White people when they're in like a ghetto situation and they meet like their ghetto hood friends <laughs> like hey yo 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 what's up yeah and then you know they're like oh my god like I, I don't usually talk like this so you know it's just that type of thing is 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 interesting to explore in these these types of movies yeah 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 that was a, well that was a way to put that that was very thank you well spoken I watch movies <laughs> I watch trailers bitch. I watch trailers. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, man, uh, that was good, though. Thank you, thank you. So, uh, anything else from uh, Sorry to Bother You? No, nah, I don't think so. I just can't wait to see it. I'm just talking about, like, for real, your kid, dude. <laughs> what? You gotta teach him some, some serious lessons, bruh. <laughs> if you name him Daniel Like Jean. some Cobra Kai or Karate Kid moves? You know what? They are having a Karate Kid. Saga coming out. That's true. That was a nice little lead in you were giving me. I, it took me a while to sense what you were doing. I was like, what the fuck is he talking about? And I was like, oh, Cobra Kai. All right. Yes, Cobra Kai is coming back out. So, as you guys, you Karate Kids fans out there, you know, in your 30s and 40s, 
you know, that remember that version. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're continuing the saga with uh, Daniel San and uh, whatever the fuck the other guy's name is. I can never remember uh, the bad guy's name. Oh, was I supposed to come? I mean, you got the IMDb. You you hear that awkward silence, podcast listeners? My bad. That's the sound of me waiting for the guy to find. My bad, bro. You got William Zapka. Yeah. Johnny Lawrence. That's the character's name. Johnny Lawrence. I can't believe I didn't know his name. He's the bad guy's name. But anyways, you have Johnny Lawrence pretty much uh, on this lowest of the low Mm -hmm. end of his life. He's drinking. He's poor. And then Daniel, the hero of the Karate Kid movies, has had a successful life, wife, kids, money, car dealership. Mm-hmm. And then one night, Johnny just gets uh, picked on by some teenagers, and they threaten him, and he has to defend himself and kicks That's these not, kids. That's not what happened in the church. Okay, he saves, uh, he, saves <laughs> a bully, he saves a bully kid from getting beat up. Thank you, sir. But he, they were picking on him. He risked his life for going to jail because he has <laughs> registered hands in this bitch. He's got registered <laughs> hands. I'm going to start saying that. Listen, I don't want to fight you. <laughs> these hands, <laughs> they're registered. A lethal bitch. But, you know, I think, uh, you know, it's just, it's interesting to see the flip of who's the hero and who's the bad guy because, you know, for a long time it was Daniel. Right. Like three Karate Kid movies of yep. him being a hero. And now Johnny's like, I'm rooting for him, you know, so. Well, um, in the trailer, you know, you only get certain little aspects of Daniel's character, of course. Almost like the sunken place, like he's gotten rich, he he's gotten fame, he, he started losing himself, himself, and now he's kind of becoming the bully. Yeah, he can't even see it. This dude is just trying to make a living and stuff yeah. like that. You know, so it'll be interesting to see where they take it. Uh, you know, it'll be on YouTube Red. Mm. I'm not subscribing to YouTube Red. So you can see this movie? It's just TV show. I'm not gonna watch it. TV show you series. <laughs> Same difference. No, uh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> YouTube Red. That I'm just looking up how much it actually cost a month because really they're just like it's YouTube uninterrupted by ads. Right. I'm like, I remember a time when YouTube didn't, didn't have, have any ads, ads at all. <laughs> so how are you gonna try to get me to pay for that? So it's nine ninety nine a month. They want to pay me. They want me to pay them. Nine ninety nine a month. I don't even have enough shows and stuff to watch on YouTube to be paying for it, honestly. Yeah, I'm just like, they got that one show. They got a Step Up TV show. I don't like the Step Up movies, so I, I don't have any incentive there. Nah. But they, sort of ladies. They do, yeah. <laughs> they do have another sh- show coming out called uh, Impulse, and that is a sequel to a movie that a lot of people thought should have had a sequel years ago. <laughs> Jumper. <laughs> so that had me curious because I, for years, have said, oh, why, why hasn't there been a sequel to Jumper? It right. was, it's, it's that about, was a good movie. It's about teleporting. It's cheap. You know, it's got Samuel L. Jackson as a bad guy hunting people down that they can teleport. But in this, it's like set in a different, I guess they've gone in real time. So it's been like 13, 14 years or some shit. Mm-hmm. And. This uh, young teenager realizes she has the ability to jump. We don't know if her father is Hayden Christensen from the first jumper or not. I'm guessing it is, though. But she's got people hunting her. You know, like uh, the paladins from the first one. 
So see, I didn't I didn't get all that from the because trailer. the trailer was a teaser, but I know the okay. mythos of. Yeah, see, I, no, yeah, I remember, I remember the uh, old one, but I didn't because there was a line in the trailer where they're like, "Oh, they're after you, they're onto you." Okay, and they are definitely the paladins. You have fifteen minutes to spend this money on that gift card. Yeah, and so you know, I think uh, you know it'll be interesting to see how they continue that. They've got uh, the same director. From the first movie, Doug Lehman. Mm-hmm. And so I'm sure he's happy to kind of make this show. There's apparently another Jumper TV show in the works, but it's got a focus on the other Jumper that was in that movie. He was kind of a badass. Yeah, the the one that he met out yeah. of the blue. Yeah, so I was always like, he should have his own movie. So I'm glad that they're doing that. So they might make a Jumper universe. That'll be interesting. You know, but I'm still oh, not going to buy YouTube Red, though. I'm a pirate the shit out of this show. <sighs> Pirated. You bought like the girl that posted a video of her letting her two year old smoke weed on the internet. I didn't hear about you that. You just setting yourself up. Oh, you didn't? No, I didn't see that. You want to know why? Because I stay away from that nonsense. Uh, okay. You just setting yourself up. I was trying to just give you reference. Well, they're gonna arrest me for something damn, I may or may not you're damn pirate. Right. Hey, listen, I'm Jack Sparrow. Right. Okay, <laughs> I'm free. Here we go. Are you other characters? I'm Captain Jack Sparrow, mate. <laughs> But um Seven. yeah um that would be interesting if if she was his her, uh the guy's son mm-hmm. or from the original daughter daughter yeah if she was I did his say son. that, I did say that. <laughs> wow but, these times are so confusing hey man look I'm just getting over the sickness my brain's not <laughs> cranking right but um I don't know I, I, I like I do like the uh sense of leverage or the cliffhanger. Oh yeah, the, how she like jumps the off trailer. the cliff and falls in the water. Well, jumps, not literally cliffhanger, oh, but got you, got you. the I cliffhanger you. of you really don't know what's going on I in the you. series I see yet. You. I see you. I see you. <laughs> <laughs> I see you. I see you. But she did jump off a cliff. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> it does. It it uh spirals back and gives reference to the original jumper because he was in love with a girl and he fell in the oh water cr- and creek yeah. or whatever. Yeah, the yeah. water. And they always jump back to the first place that they have significance to. Because in the first one, his first jump was in the library. Mm-hmm. And at, that was after he almost drowned in the water. Mm-hmm. So in the first place she jumps back to in that trailer is her home. The room. Right. But that, but now that I'm thinking about it, that room looks familiar. It looks like his room. It looks like his room from the first movie. So mm, I might be, I may be wrong, I might be right. It did resemble it a lot. Yeah, so... Who knows? This could get this could get real interesting. I, I've heard some interesting things about the Jumper books. Apparently, they're drastically different from the, the movie. Okay, but uh, you know they deal a lot with espionage and stuff like that, being a spy. You know, so who knows where they're gonna go with this TV show? But I'm curious. Well, we know Samuel's not gonna be in it. Well, he'll do anything for a paycheck. I think he would if they offered him like season two. Yeah, he might feature in it slightly, but I don't think he'll be. He'd be like, he, he's he, he's too. He was already old in the first one. Trying and to chase they gave people. him gray hair. <laughs> he was pretty good. The guy gave him a run for his money. Oh yeah, but you know, he was like, only God should have the power to be at all places <laughs> at all times. <laughs> was that good? Was only, that a good Samuel Jackson? That was a good one. Let's give it up for Daniel. Thank for you. His thank you. Thank you. And he's all like, I'm not gonna keep going. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't <laughs> like, ruin it. 
I'm not gonna keep going, but you know, I, I just like that the characters weren't like heroes. Like in the first one, Hayden Christensen was kind of like just a lazy ass yeah. dude with teleportation powers, like watching horrible events happen on the news when he could help, but he just decides not to. Like, it could be cool. Yes, sir. So, what else do we got on the list? Oh, here we go. Uh-oh. Here comes the man in black. Galaxy Defenders. Uh-uh. The good guys dressed in black. Remember uh-huh. that, just uh-huh. in case we ever face to face and make contact. The MIB. Something, something. Is what you think you saw? You did not see. And I don't know the rest of these lyrics because it's been a while, but whatever. Alright. I didn't know the original lyrics anyway. Oh, well, fuck you. <laughs> nah, hey, man, look, kudos to you, bro. I'm just, <laughs> like, I'm just a backup dancer, you're like, bro. You're like, <laughs> you're just a backup dancer. <laughs> I'm in the back sweeping the floor like, just like you're just, imaginary broom. You're just clapping. You're like, congratulations, <laughs> Daniel. You know Will Smith's songs. Like, let's give it up for Daniel and his. Uh, I'm going to add some let's do the performance. Man, fuck y'all. <laughs> <laughs> but, anyway. Uh, it's just been revealed that Chester Thompson will be joining Chris Hemsworth in the Men in Black sequel. Uh, yes, she or will. or uh, spinoff, I should say. Spinoff. Which is funny because a few weeks ago, uh-uh. uh, someone said uh, that Chester Thompson is probably going to be the choice they get for the diverse hire, the diverse female Damn, role. Somebody did say that, didn't they? Yeah, it was me. It was fucking me. <laughs> Fuck you. You want to know why? Because I know my shit. I can tell... I can tell these patterns right off the gate, but uh, so yes, the official news is Tessa Thompson will be joining Chris Hemsworth thank you for in repeating what I fucking say. Men in Black, I and it. I just want to let y'all know Daniel has said this once before. He said it twice again. He ashamed me on Facebook, <laughs> and officially third time I am giving him his just due. Yeah. He had told us that Tessa Thompson, yeah, will be. It Amen feels Black. good, you know. Now, now I have to guess who the old man is gonna be because they said they were looking for like an old. The old man that was sitting at the no entrance. No, oh. no, no, no. They're looking for an old MIB agent. That's okay. kind of like Tommy Lee Jones. Gotcha. So basically, is like how the Men in Black franchise should have went after one. Because remember, it was Will Smith and then the actress, the other uh, New Yorker chick who uh, found out about. The Men in Black, mm-hmm. and then Tommy Lee Jones' character. You're like, I have no. Clue. I do. I don't remember this movie. I remember, but I, but basically, if you don't, for people <laughs> who don't, yeah, Tommy Lee Jones neuralizes himself and becomes a male man, and then Will Smith has a female partner, else, right. and then when we see the second one, she's not in there, and then you're like, that's weird because they set it up like that in and, the first one, and they bring Tommy Lee Jones back, so it seems like they're going the route that they should have went. After the first one, anyways, I think that's fair enough to set up for multiple sequels. Yeah, you like, got if it did like if Men in Black three and all that four didn't work out. Well, it was only three. Yeah, it's only three. But if like once Men in Black three started selling now, it's like okay, well we can jump back into this part. Yeah, of it. So once the spinoff does it, the spinoff successful, they'll definitely bring Will Smith and all of them together for like some type of crossover or some shit. And we're looking at uh, TV series, correct? No or movie. Movie. Yeah, Chris Helms are from that. <laughs> I don't even know why I said that. In a few years or so, when he stops working, sure. Maybe I yeah. doubt it. Yeah, he's trying to be that leading man, and this is his second or third swing for the fence to try to be like a leading man outside of Thor. And I hope that this one sticks, and he can start playing other characters. Yeah, I think this will give him more uh, earthly tone to him yeah. without having to pay a superhero or something like yeah, that. Yeah, you know. So 
it'll be cool to see what what comes of that because him and Tessa Thompson have very good chemistry just off of seeing Thor Ragnarok and whoever the old person is. <laughs> sorry for old people who are listening. I'm not saying it in like a mean way. Uh, 75 is not old. You know, <laughs> okay. whatever Tommy Lee Jones type they get. Morgan Freeman. No, hell no. Actually, Morgan Freeman could be fun. He could, but I didn't know. You don't see it? No. Well, who other old person can we get? That has the stature of like Tommy Lee Jones. Um. Yeah, it's always tough when I bring that up. Yeah, it is it's always not a lot tough. Of old actors. Michael Caine. I don't see that happening. That'd be better off bringing um. <laughs> your boy from Thor. Uh, you just named him too. Also. Was uh, the was no 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 was the uh was the guy that played um Odin? Not Odin. It could be Odin, but no, definitely not Odin. <laughs> But the guy who played uh, Owen Wilson, let's bring him back. Fuck it. Owen Wilson. Owen Wilson. No, he's Broke not nose old. And everything. Owen Wilson is old now. No, he's he's like in his forties. Owen. That's Wil- not old. Owen Wilson's old enough, man. No, I'm talking about like old. Like you got like you're senile. Owen Wilson's not fucking senile. Other than he just says he could wow. be from getting his ass whooped so much. Otherwise, he just says wow. <laughs> <laughs> Old people say wow a lot like that. Wow. wow. But Owen Wilson says a lot like wow. He's going to get his nose wow. broke a couple of times in the movie wow. again. Wow. <laughs> That's how he's That's like, his thing. Wow. <laughs> wow. But yeah. Uh, no, I, I think Morgan Freeman. Ooh, I got it. One. It will work. It will work, but I wouldn't. Okay, so we got that. Owen Wilson. Ooh, okay, here's one. Here's one. This is a good one. Oh, it just escaped me. I know it's. I see it's right. Harrison Ford. He's cranky, and he'll collect the paycheck <laughs> as long as it's not playing high and so low. He'll do it, and if he gets to be himself, that's even twice as awesome. Since he's already cranky. All right, all right, here we go. Are you IMDb? No, old I do actors? not. This dude, man is IMDb old actors. You are, bruh, <laughs> bruh. Drink your drink your Voss water, bro. You know what? You're right. I am going to drink my Voss. Hope water. you spill some on your lip. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's good Voss water. It's, it tastes way different. Than While he's it. drinking his water, let's go. Uh, Robert De Niro, man. Forget about it. No. No. I don't want. I don't see it. I wouldn't pay to see that. He doesn't have that box office draw power. What you mean? Well, he's not he's not a main character. So Robert De Niro, not... he brings in like small comedies now, you know, but I don't see But him he's in not but movie. he's not a full he's not he's not going to play much of a nah. action. Nah. He's he's going you see now. You just said that. Or how about Jeff Bridges? Are you googling actors? I just typed in <laughs> Jeff Bridges. I just wanted to see how Jeff Bridges looks Shit, now. Me. What does Jeff Bridges look like? He looks pretty old, but he's oh. still young and spry. Oh. And he tried to do that in that R.I.P.D. movie. I mean, it was kind of Man in Blackie, but that was another movie he played in too, where he was like, it was like a, I think it was a sci-fi movie. Tron. Was it? Tr- yeah. Yeah, Tron and Tron Legacy. Yeah, that's what it was. Um. Those are my top two choices. So fuck off. Those are the best choices. And when they drop in like two weeks, I will. Oh, here we go. Morgan Freeman. <laughs> Samuel L. Jackson. No, he's not old. Josh Brolin. Shit, he's 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 getting tons of roles. Don Cheadle. 
Nice too young. <laughs> Looking. Christopher Walken. Too old. Too old. We can't you you, you can't do stunts with him. That's what uh stunt doubles are for. Nah, he's like he can't really get into the mix, you know. Tommy Lee Jones did a couple. Like he wasn't old, but he was like Oh, I said Josh Brolin too. You know, did you say Samuel Jackson as no, well? No, but you know it's fucked up. I said Josh Brolin, and Josh Brolin was in Men in Black Three as Agent K. That's fucked up. No. Sorry, Josh. Get out of here, dude. Samuel L. Jackson. He's all right. What's our top three right now? I well, I don't remember what bullshit I spouted like three minutes ago. You, I'm I'm still stuck on Morgan Freeman. <laughs> <laughs> Morgan Freeman, uh, uh, Jeff Bridges. And Harrison Ford. Those are my top three. Alright. It took me a while to recapture that memory. I'm going to go Harvey Keitel. You were waiting for me to correct you. I don't know how to say it. No, nah, I name. said it. I already <laughs> said it. Ain't nothing for you to say. Okay, Birdman. <laughs> um, I wouldn't say Lawrence Fishburne. Uh... Robert, who did I say? Robbie Donald, Robert Downey Jr. Nah, nah. Is that no? That, that's not what I said. No, you didn't say Robert. Downey I, Jr. It was Robert De Niro. Yeah, no. <laughs> it was Robert De Niro. I know, but I'm saying just no on him being. Oh, okay. I was about to say. Uh, Total no. It's a huge no. A big old no. Liam Neeson's not funny enough. Yeah, I don't think he has comedic chops, but he might. I'll just leave it where I'll leave it with those two. Fuck it. Tom Hanks. Just for the hell. <laughs> just for the hell of it. <laughs> wow, that was a reach right there. <laughs> Fuck Tom it. Hanks. Hey, I'm not knocking it. I don't know. I just, I just feel like Christopher Hawken could have that comedic. Uh... Christopher Walken. Yeah, I don't. I know. I just said Tom Hawk- Hanks. Hawken. Hawken. Walken. <laughs> Damn, <laughs> bro. Christopher Hawking. But just that, just uh, Stephen Hawking. Stephen Christopher Hawking. Walken. I think he could be kind of funny, but he's, you know, he's like. I just think of him in uh, Balls of Fury. Like that comedic approach he brought as the Emperor or whatever. It's like aliens. Yeah. yeah. Hey, Kay, go kill the aliens. I'm going to send you my coffee. Nah. I wasn't a good Christopher Walken impression. Bitch, please. I'm telling you, that was a great one. No. You're like, no. Hey. Sorry. You think I'm stretching it right now, but I'm telling you, it's a good one. <laughs> Actually, that was pretty good. <laughs> I think you got the mannerisms, the speech pattern right. It's just, yeah. <laughs> Fuck you. That was actually pretty good. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. You're like, I can't do that. Those are my that three. Good. Uh, Thank you, sir. Yeah. I think, I think we might have covered everything. Yeah. Is that kind of? Is it? I think it is. I mean, nothing oh, it's, has. It's not a. It's not a big week, but it's it's it's, it's enough. I like it. Yeah, nothing has, has really boomed, but you know, I mean, it's Le- like that sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you want to talk about Mister Rogers' neighborhood, you know, they're coming out with a documentary about that. Nah, I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. Although I did see this short film that was like about Mister Rogers, and it was like. Fictionalized, but it showed him as like an action hero and shit. Really? Like he was in Vietnam, like shooting up people. And he's like, that's why I see the world. (laughs) Why I think people should be friends. That's why I came home and set my ass down. Everyone should be everyone's neighbor. And then they like cut, or they like have that, or have him saying that while they show him like shooting some Vietnamese soldiers and shit like that. I never even watched that show. 
Mr. Rogers Neighborhood? I've seen a couple episodes. This is never my thing. I'm like... Nah. Between him, Mr. Rogers, and then that guy that was always painting the pictures. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I never understood. Bob Ross? Yeah, never. Well, now people are like, oh, you Bob Ross. I'm like, how the fuck do you compare me to Bob Ross? (laughs) I got way much more swagger than Bob Ross. Oh, because he had a little fro or whatever? He's got that fro. (laughs) It's not a pathetic fro, but it's not my fro. It's a... My fro's way better. It's a curly... Nah, Carrot top. Yeah, if I grow a beard out, I'll, I'll, I'll do Bob Ross for Halloween. Nah. Not this Halloween. This Halloween, I'm already like. Nah, don't black do Bob it. Black Bob Ross? Don't do it. I can't do black Would Bob you Ross. walk around with a paint? Yeah, I'll be painting people, you know, like. <laughs> but it'll be like fucked up paintings. Like, they'll think I'm painting something. Like, they'll think I'm like drawing them for real, but it's like, I don't know. Something You'll waste like, like 10 minutes, everybody just stay, stay still. Wait, stop moving. And it'll just say, like, fuck you. <laughs> Throw the paper at him and just run. <laughs> yeah. Me, angry Bob Ross. Oh. Black, angry Bob Ross. That's what I Oh, Dad, don't do it. You're going to get your ass whooped all Halloween. Probably, probably. It'll be worth it, though. <laughs> just to see the person's face. That's crazy. His name actually just popped up right here. Bob Ross? Yeah, when I typed in Mr. Rogers, Bob Ross popped How creepy up right is that? All right. I think that's pretty much it, man. Anything else you got going on? You wanna, any, any spinoffs? Any... Any ideas you got rolling in your head? <laughs> well, see, they haven't really pitched any movie versions of things mm-hmm. lately. But you know what? We can just fuck around and just come oh. up with an, an idea. Uh-oh. Like, just pitch, pitch me a random movie that they should make off of like a cartoon or some shit. A random movie or a reboot of something, and I can probably spin it freestyle. This is the spin session with Daniel Thompson. No. What you, uh, what you got? Alright. Let's see. <laughs> first thing that comes to your head. <laughs> the first thing that comes to my head is the whole Facebook scandal right now. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't give you that one. Uh, <laughs> let's talk about your president. Donald Trump? If we had a Donald Trump movie. Mm, that could be fun. I'd have a great time with that. You could say like, you know, uh, <laughs> damn, that was a hard one. That was hard. Actually, right. no, no, no. You could do a I'm about to say Barack Obama. Mm. I think that's too serious. Because yeah, they already got too... part that, that other movie. That yeah, they, they did a shitty well. Barack Obama movie that no one saw. Yeah, it, was, it wasn't really. It was shitty. It was based off their love. It wasn't based off their love. I want to see that bullshit. Well, a, a lot of people want to see that bullshit. But not that. T- they want to see their love, but like really them. That's why they're getting their own Netflix show. Oh, okay. Where it's just showing the Obamas during their everyday life. But anyways, back to what I was saying. Mm-hmm. We're doing a, a Donald Trump movie. It just shows the rise of this like snobby, rich guy entitled. And then over the course of the movie, he's slowly unraveling, losing his mind. And then like when he gets to the White House, you know, that that's when his like insanity really kind of mm-hmm, takes over. De- yeah, does a deep dive. And then like the movie will be called Fire and Fury, based off of the book. Fire and Fury. Yeah, but it won't actually be based off of the book, sort of. Like it'll like the third act will be like completely just bullshitted. Will this be the rise or will this be the fall? It'll be the fall. Okay. You know, and like they'll be like, Oh, we knew you were like talking to the Russians shit like that and it'll be like he's like, Well I'm bigly impressed that you knew <laughs> Was that pretty good? No. Was that pretty good? No. He's like, I'm bigly never. impressed. That would never that would never work for Tom Cruise again. <laughs> 
You're president, okay? But then at the end of the movie, you know, like they they catch him and he's in jail, you know, and he's like drooling and shit because he's lost his mind completely. And then the next president takes the rightful place on the throne. <laughs> Not a throne. There's no throne in the, the White House. There's just like seat. <laughs> the royal office or <laughs> the royal office. office. But uh, yeah, that's that's. It's not really a very interesting movie. I mean, it's more dramatic, really. I get like Daniel Day Lewis to gain a few pounds and like. Got you. Um. Trying to think of some other ones. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna get something better for you because I don't think that was. Yeah, fuck like you. That way. It was good. Fire and Fury loses mind. Uh, um. Let's just go off what I see here. Did we already talk about the Fresh Prince spinoff? Yeah, because we yeah, talked we did, about that. Yeah, we did, and I pitched the hell out of that. Yeah, you did. My man. This is a rough one. This is rough. I clicked on something. Um, Ooh, okay. No, I see one that I can do. Go ahead. Magic School Bus. I thought you were about to say Powerpuff Girls. No, nah, I can do Powerpuff Girls, too. <laughs> but, <laughs> but Magic School Bus, I've actually had a lot of thought about this. Mm. How we could do it. We could do a quasi-serious Magic School Bus movie, live action. Okay, so it starts off. <laughs> you like rolling your eyes? No, I'm closing my eyes. Okay, so it starts off. We show the kids Miss Frizzle, the new teacher in town. Right. They gain a little bit of respect for each other. Blah blah blah. One of the kids gets really sick. Okay. They got like I don't know some very shitty disease like. Don't say cancer. Diseaseitis. Okay, yeah, like that. Okay. <laughs> nice and, they're, and they're sick, and then. What happens is the kids are like, oh, you know, like, I really wish we could save them and stuff like that. And she's like, hop in, kids. Mm-hmm. And then she tells them they can, like, you know, go inside his body and shit and save him by killing the whatever disease-itis is in his blood cells and stuff. So they shrink down into the ship. They go into the magic or they go into the magic school bus. They shrink. She gives them these little spacesuits or whatever the fuck they get on the gotcha. magic school bus. They get inside the kids' bloodstream, and then they start attacking these cells and shit. But you know, there's like danger because you know these disease cells and stuff can attack microscopic organisms, which mm-hmm. they are. And so Miss Frizzle gives them like you know weapons and shit, <laughs> firearms. <laughs> and then as the trailer's happening, they're like, it's like a. A serious version of right on the magic school, but. <laughs> <laughs> and it's live action. Mm-hmm. And cut. And cut. I didn't really go in depth with it, but basically the main pitch of it is they go in to save this kid's life. Now you know what that reminded. No, it didn't remind me. That was a good. That was good. Of course, that's. <laughs> generic of how all medicines work, you know, shrink down and yeah, but it's like but, but with people. Yeah, but so with people. It's Ant Man meets Matilda. That what what I actually was thinking about is what if it was like, uh, what I wish they had another movie of was Osmosis Jones. I knew you were gonna say Osmosis. See Jones. now, because no, I feel like that would be a good concept for an Osmosis Jones sequel. Like, even if you wanted to make it seem like it was, like, picking off the magic school bus or whatever the case was, and they get in there, it's like, Osmosis Jones already there. He teams up that's with like a That's a crossover movie, though. That would be cool, though. It would be cool. Like, even if, like, like... But at the same time, if I saw a trailer of it, I'd be like, I'm not seeing this shit. But if I saw a trailer that, like, I didn't know, like, you just see a school bus, 
you see like some kids and then they say, Oh hey Miss Frizzle, I'd be kinda peaked, right? It's just gotta be peaked. And then when you see a sickly kid and they're like, There's a way what if there was a way we could save him? And then that music comes. Turn on the matches. <laughs> Come in 2018. Beep, beep. Yeah. But it's more of an adventure movie. It's not dark. It's fun. It's like Jumanji. I got you. I got you. That's my I, I, uh, That's doable. Someone's going to do it. Honey, I shrunk the kids. Nah. Nah. Yeah, we don't need all be, that. Miss Rose is going to be like, did you get your parental paper signed to go on this oh. trip? See, now that's the, the drama of it all, because she always took them on adventures. Without, without telling nobody nothing. Yeah. That is weird. <laughs> no one ever mentions that. Well, it was back in the day where TV could be TV without everybody commenting about something. Yeah. You know, so that's my pitch for the Magic School Bus. Nice. I don't have any other ones for, like, childhood Yeah, ones, I don't think. So, um... What is that other show that's coming out with, uh, oh my gosh, what's that guy's name? It has Tiffany Haddon in it, it has, oh, Tiffany Haddish, uh, <sighs> it's on TBS, it's like going, coming, going, golden something? No, it's got, it's got, uh, the guy from 30 Rock on it. Yeah, I cannot think of his name, he got an accident, a very bad accident. Yeah, he's not very funny to me. No? No. But, I've seen the trailer for it. That show, and it looks pretty pretty good. The last OG, that's yeah. what it's called. Looks fun, but you know, it is what it is. Probably won't be watching it. I might check it Got out. Got Cedric the Entertainer in it. Yeah, not really my my guy, but oh, yeah. I'm, I'll check it out. All right, I have a question. I had a conversation with someone about um, the basically face card of old uh, comedians. And well, we can say actors as well, but we based the conversation off of Steve Harvey and Cedric the Entertainer. Mm-hmm. And the debate was are they still valuable? No, it's hard now. <laughs> either, neither one of them. Oh, you mean as comedians? I mean, or just as okay, like, yeah, okay, as yeah, well, yeah, yeah, as comedians. So, yeah, as comedians, no. At all. At all. But. So you think if Steve Harvey, if Steve Harvey came to PNC Arena, it wouldn't sell out? It might, but it won't be anybody that's like my age for the most part. I'm not going to go see Steve Harvey. And I saw the Steve Harvey show when I was a kid. And I thought well, no, 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 no. No, I'm talking stand-up. I know, but I, I know that. But I'm just saying based off of what I know of Steve Harvey before I've seen him in, I wouldn't. Get excited! I've seen the original Kings of Comedy. Like I've seen that, and I'm just like, eh, it's not really my style because it comes from a different time. Yeah, but okay. So, so my 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 debate my debate about it is whether it's you going to see it or not. I think Steve Harvey will sell out. I One, I think I think Steve Harvey from being his comedy stand up because I feel like the only stand up that was even relevant for Steve Harvey. Was the original Kings of Comedy? But I'm like this. When was the last? What's the last comedic special he's had? Because it's like it's a not, muscle. You're, you're comedy, right. Because to me, comedy or being a comedian is like a muscle, and if you don't stretch it all the time, you will lose it. You are right, but at <laughs> the same time, it's like 
It's like riding a bike. They nah. might, yeah. They, you, you when might, you get you old, when you get old, let's say you rode a bike. You put the training wheels back on. No, the no, bench. no. Let's say, let's say you, <laughs> let's say you rid, you rode your bike from like five to twenty, right? And then you have a period where you just stop, and you fast forward, you're like sixty five, and you try to get on that bike again. It's a little hard because your knees aren't the same as they used to be. Your stamina isn't so, the same as it used to be. So what about? Dave Chappelle did. But he had still continued to do comedy at nightclubs. Oh, he did? Yeah, so he See, I never, thought he just got missed. That's why he's so swole. That's why he's been getting free beers and shit all yeah, the time. Yeah, he, like, he's been working out his his, his, his comedic muscles. He's like, okay, swole. But that's my, my, my thing. Like, Eddie Murphy, he's not, he says he wants to do comedy again, but, you know, like, it's been a while since his last stand-up, which yeah. was in the 80s. So it's like, you know, you might not have it anymore. You've, you're too successful. You don't have anything really to talk about. So who are we going to test this on, though? We're going to, like, test this I theory? Think, because I, I, I believe comedy is just something. It's just Monique. about... No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> point, you your point, prove it. Never mind. It's like, yeah, I'm like, mind, Monique, no. she's like, oh, I'm a re- original queen of comedy or some shit Look, like she, that. And she going to come like, up here. How do you disrespect a, a rich a lady? Yeah, I'm like... Daniel... Yeah, I would tell if I if I had Monique on here and Monique was telling me, "Hey Daniel, I think I'm worth twenty million for Netflix," and I'd say, "Hell no," I'd be like, "What have you done lately?" And then she's gonna be like, "Oh Daniel, well to tell you the truth, it's like it hurts when I've done so much for the community and you mm-hmm. ask me what have I done lately." I'm like, "Have you been in any movies lately that were like mega hits?" Well, she was like, I was in last Christmas, and they had a budget of $5 million, and it made over $35 million worldwide. Didn't even hit and I'm budget? Like, and I'm like, movies hit $35 million on opening weekend. You telling me that that movie made all of that like during its entire release? Like, sit down. Four or five years left. Yeah, I'm just like, sit down. And it doesn't help that her husband is like... In on it, crying and shit on TV. Yeah, and manages her money. Never mix... Business, business pleasure. Yeah, because she was on the, I don't know what she was on. She was on uh, uh, the Breakfast Club. Yeah. And her, she had her husband on the phone to defend her. Oh, he did? Yeah, and she was like, hey, yeah, daddy. And part. she called him daddy. It was weird. They old as shit. She was like, hey, daddy. Okay, daddy. Talk. All right, daddy. Oh, I'm sorry, daddy. Let me. I'm like, why are you calling your husband daddy? That's. I mean, I'm sure lots of husbands like call daddy, or whatever, but, but not on. But don't do it in public. Yeah. That shit is weird. Not on the radio show. Yeah, that's weird. But you know, anyways, I just, I just think some comedians don't got it like that anymore. That's fair enough, man. You know, and some are trying to come up. You know, Marlon Wayans, he's trying to do his things. He's got his Stand Netflix up. special. I didn't see it, but he's not my brand of humor. But yeah, you know. He was always too goofy for me. Like I, I respected him in his comedy. He was one of the funnier uh, Wayne's brothers, but he was just like over the top. Yeah, so like, you ain't gotta fall on the floor and do all that just to prove your point. Yeah, it's it's one of those com- people who like do the most to be funny. Like mm-hmm. they like be they're they're like super extra about mm-hmm. their comedy, and it's like you don't have to do that. Like right, right, right. You're just doing it for a laugh, like Carrot Top or something. Where did he go to? He got swole too. But anyway, yeah. The- <laughs> I thought he, uh, you know, I used to always get Carrot Top and uh, that snowboarder Sean guys. White. Yeah, I used to always get him mixed up lie, all the time. I, I did all the time. That's why I said snowboarder. I was like, yep, Sean White. Yeah, I used to get them mixed up all the time. Yeah, 
All right, man. We'll see if in a couple of months, is you know, some old school comedian comes out of the gate and they're funny still, then you know I will eat my words. Nah, I doubt it's gonna happen anytime soon. <laughs> um, one person who's very you know very much so at the top right now is I feel like he might be he has a he has a tour going on right now, um, but Kevin Hart he's gonna he's, he's gonna have to come up with something new. We'll see. I I'm mean, falling off of him a little bit. Well, I think everybody is. 2014 was the height of yeah. his, his thing. That was what, when everybody was like, oh, Kevin Hart. Have you heard of Kevin Hart? He I, I, think, movie. I think the thing is he never fell off the scene. Yeah, he stayed consistent. Yeah, I mean, but being consistent, I, I think being consistent as well. Yeah, but it, it oversaturated his abilities and what, like, it, 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 it pretty much opened him to everybody knowing what's going on with his life or. Everything I've seen him in, he's played himself, sort of. All the time. Like, he, he has a new TV show coming out. He's being extra in that as well. Lil Kev? Nah. Well, well, the, uh, that's also something he's got. An animated show called Lil Kev. Yeah, but he has a TV show where it's like he interviews uh, different um, athletes and oh, he competes yeah. with them. Oh. Um, I think I might have seen an ad for that on Facebook. Like him, he was with Terry Crews or something. Nah, he was with the, uh, what's the guy that does uh, car ride karaoke? Oh. Uh, the white guy. There's so many. Um, oh, I, <laughs> I can't get it out. I even know. Did, he was. I know, I know what you're talking about. He He's was British. With, yeah, he was with. Uh, he was even with uh, Gabby Rollins. I want to say. I can't think of it. Mm-hmm. What the fit is the name of the TV series, by the way. Oh. But um. Well, it looks like he's definitely uh, definitely making ends meet. <laughs> making it happen. But you know, I think uh. It'll be interesting to see who takes the throne from him in terms of, you know, who's the funniest. It's going to have to be a fresh face. You know, Tiffany Haddish, she seems like she's coming for him. Or do you think she's a fad? Uh, her stand-up. It's good, it's good that somebody put her in the movie. Um, and the reason is because her stand-up was so vulgar. It was... It was Okay, in her in her movies, she plays this woman, and she acts out her role so well that it's just some things that just don't need to be said. If yeah, that makes to, sense. Yeah, to me, I think she's got like she. It, well, this is what I've seen with like uh, female comedians is that like they have a lot of material that they could they could use, but they but some of them don't because you know they're afraid of being unflattering because they're women mm-hmm. but i think tiffany haddish and a couple other comedian female comedians kind of opened the door to say talk about like like weird gross sex stuff that you, you guys <laughs> might not want to talk about that's uh, that's <laughs> that's the it, horrible but, 2018 fad but it's fun though uh, but i think but, but i think it's it's a, it's a good thing because male comedians for years have made jokes about like mm-hmm. sex and stuff like that on their end, from their perspective, right, right, right. That there probably is a big demographic of people out there that are like, you know what? I wish somebody would make a joke about like. Yeah, I wish women. Well, no, because they. No, 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 no. Oh, here comes the meninist. No, because women. No, <laughs> I'm just kidding. there were there were old uh women uh comedians that did that. I know that, but the exposure was never was never on them like that. Like Wanda Sykes, she never got her do or anything with the stuff she was talking about not saying she was like hilarious to me but she had an audience and you know uh she just 
didn't blow up like she could have. Okay, so what about like the girl Samoa, the comedian? She was on she was on Soul Plane. Sorry, the but thick. see everybody on Soul Plane on that movie, which is, <laughs> uh, like is a hood classic. It's it's a hood classic if you don't know what a hood well, Soul Plane is. Tiffany uh, Haddish is hood as hell, so. I know, but if I'm, you know who Tiffany Haddish is, but there's you a know. crossover. There's a crossover that happens. That television. Oh, okay. I'm about to speak some knowledge. I'm about to speak some knowledge. I'm, I'm getting in my uh-huh. knowledge dropping. Uh huh. Take the fro off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Underneath this fro is a huge brain. But uh, no, okay. So there's a crossover thing, a crossover that happens from being just a, uh, I don't know, like famous in one demographic, right? And then famous for like all demographics. Like, for example, like Melissa McCarthy, she's funny to a certain group of people. But like you've seen her face, but you're not, you you don't fuck with her movies like that. But she's got a lot of movies. But she hasn't crossed over quite yet, but she kind of has, sort of. Into our different demographic? Not into our demographic, but I've seen stuff with her in it, and I've been like, you know what? She is a little funny. Like Spy, I saw Spy, and I yeah. was like, you know what? She's funny. In small doses. But, <laughs> I mean... But, but she's a crossover, technically. And then... You consider our, her a crossover. Technically a crossover. But then somebody, somebody from our demographic, like Kevin Hart, for years, okay. when you watch Soul Plane or his uh, original... Uh, stand up, laugh at my pain. I mm-hmm. think that's what that one was called. Because he, but he actually started. But he actually started in. I, I, okay, go ahead. No, no. But I'm just saying, there was a, a a huge point in time where people saw that stand up and thought like, oh, you know, that's funny. Like that guy's actually pretty funny. Mm-hmm. And then the 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 work started where it was like someone saw Kevin Hart and was like, you know what? Let's start to build your brand and let's start to like. You know, get your popularity increasing. Okay. And those that stand up that he did, I think I'm a grown little man. I think I'm a grown ass little man. I can't remember what it was called, but I remember my brother at the time. This probably was 2008 or something like that. Mm-hmm. He had, he had got that, and that was like the newest comedy thing that people were saying. Right. Oh, this dude's funny. Like he's real funny. And I saw it, and I was like, oh, this guy's actually pretty funny. Fast forward like three or four or five years. He's at the top of the charts. Yeah, he's at the top of the charts, and it was kind of random. Like yeah. it was kind of like, but see, Hollywood works this way. They they pick out people who have paid their dues, sort of, and then they kind of he give, definitely paid give them a vehicle. Because Ride Along, when 2014, when Ride Along came out, that was like his grand opening. Mm-hmm. And for Tiffany Haddish, Girls Trip was her grand opening, and now she's crossed over into being in a movie with Melissa McCarthy. Uh. Where, you know, they're playing, like, mob wives and stuff like that. It's going to be funny. Uh, But, you know, I just think it's interesting how that plays out. How how that type of stuff plays out. I'm trying to think of other crossover people who aren't. I mean, I I think it's few. Because, um, and the only reason why I say it's few is because it's people. Hold on. You about to say Steve Harvey? Huh? You about to say Steve Harvey? I wasn't going to say Steve Harvey. I was just going to think of somebody that. It's funny to everybody. Who you, Go ahead. Uh, Jim Carrey. He's a crossover, technically. If you look at how he started, he started with uh, In, In Living Color. Color. And black people were like, oh, this guy's, actually, this guy's actually pretty funny. And he was only for that demographic. In Living Color was mostly for him. But, but that's, I feel like that's how it always is, though. It's like you work your demographic, 
you hit your peak mm-hmm. and you have to find something else. And then and then at that point is when it's like once you find your other thing. So just like this thing, you hit your peak and once it's going down, you gotta jump to the next one and keep going at that peak. And, and it's true. That's but true. when you jump to that next level, you almost lose that fan base. And that's where like even when I, I mentioned agree. about Steve I, Harvey. I agree. I agree. Like even when I mentioned about Steve Harvey is like we we don't care about you in that fashion anymore. We only want to see you like this, but you never can go back to the ways you were. Well, here's the thing. Here's but here's why. And I'm not a comedian, but yeah. Speaking as somebody who likes to tell jokes and stuff, I think you can only joke about your life experiences, right? And when you're a comedian and you hit major success like that, and Kevin Hart has hit like a huge peak of success that almost I don't think anybody else has ever hit, right? In the comedic level, yeah. Like he doesn't. He can't joke about the struggle anymore. His jokes are now about like being rich, like rich people problems. Mm-hmm. And then at that point, fans who were like very like you know like street level and stuff were like, "Man, this ain't funny. I don't understand this." Like you talking about like the difference between Voss Water and like <laughs> faucet water. <laughs> yeah, faucet water. Like this is your shit isn't funny. But then somebody who yeah. <laughs> I know you're, as I drink Ross water, but you know somebody who might who you know is in that demographic is like, oh, that's so funny, Pellegrinos versus Ross water, right? You know, like, but at that point he's lost a, a huge chunk of his people. And Tiffany Haddish, she's fresh, she's fresh still, so yeah, she hasn't fresh. reached that peak, but eventually I mean, I, she will come to that. I, I, I just believe she's just so fresh, like, like I said, like. Because we we never saw her until I feel like nobody saw her nobody ever saw her until girl I promise trip. I, yeah I promise I can to be honestly I never saw her until girl trip and girl trip I was like huh they actually use that actress really really well right and then when I found out she was a comedian I was like okay well those those roles are coming like the Hollywood is about to kick the door down for her because but I just feel like like I said in movie in movies yes but will she ever be a star role in a movie yeah. Yeah, 100%. Yes, she's already got a movie second billing to Melissa McCarthy. So I'm like, she's got a movie in the works probably right now in the can to get a movie like where you're the second lead. Your second movie is a big deal. That, I know that's a big that deal, never, but I, that, that almost never but her happened. being lead role, I just it's she, happening. She has to, she has to tame herself. Nah, because we want her unfiltered. It's like it's something that's fresh about it. You know, I like that she's like. Yeah. Vulgar and well, like, she's vulgar in her action. Like I said, if you if you watch her stand up, which was it's pretty gross. It's pretty trash. Yeah, it was trash stand up, but at the same time, <laughs> but see, it wasn't it was it, it, at first it, when I saw it, it wasn't from and, and that was early. If you watch like Kevin Hart's early stuff, not funny. Do you do you want to know who I who I I, I want to compare Tiffany Haddish to right now? Is Cardi B? No, but I can see what you mean because she's a fresh. They're both fresh, yeah. and they, she popped up on this. Like, and, and, and now Cardi Cardi B, whatever she started on a TV show, whatever the case was, but well, she's about to have a baby, so I guess that wouldn't. She's about to fall off anyway. So, yeah, but that, <laughs> but that's my point. It's like once you fall off of your peak hours and you have nothing to fall off, come back on to, what is your what is your but back see, sales really see, mean? You see, know what I'm saying? No, because when you fall, because. The smart ones, they always have a backup thing. Steve Harvey, he fell off his peak a long time ago, but he's got he's game not shows. Off. He's off. Oh, oh, his comedian. He's got he's got game shows, so we can still crack jokes here and there. You know, no, he talks the... cash shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and then he's got the Steve Harvey show, right? A talk show or some shit. It's Steve. It's Steve now. Oh, Steve. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. 
But uh, and, and, he's know, entrepreneur. Yeah, now he's an entrepreneur. I watch his videos. They get me pumped yeah. up when he's like on Facebook, <laughs> cigar. smoking a cigar, and he's like, he's like, it save your money. He's like, when you get that paycheck, don't go out to the club. Save your money. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? You're right. And then like five <laughs> hours later, I go to the club. But you know, like, oh, uh, you still only come up. You, you still, good? You yeah. good now? Yeah. <laughs> Man, we're not even gonna get into that situation. That Daniel. Oh, now you can say it. This Whatever. is Daniel's uh, third uh, boss water <laughs> since his last incident where he just went and balled out. And no, I bought. He was feeling tap water in this his boss whole, water for a little this bit. Is a whole, this, is a, this is a whole different conversation. See, when you ball out, yeah. when you feel yourself too much, mm-hmm. and you say, you know what? Sunk in place. I can, do, I can do anything. You feel invincible. So you go out downtown. You buy a lot of shots. Uh-huh. Buy drinks. Yeah. Just go crazy. I eat the whole team eat. Yeah, and then Monday hits, you, <laughs> and you see your- You need gas in your you, car. Yeah, you need gas in your car, and you're like, shit, I couldn't say that. $300 for- <laughs> I don't know, but you know, I think- uh, but it's a humbling experience. You need to do that to keep yourself grounded. So ball out one time in your life. Fuck that, man. Unless your bill is coming up. Man, ball out. Your rent. Enjoy life. You never know if you're going to be here tomorrow. But then don't don't live here. around here being broke tomorrow. <laughs> That's but. what I was about to say. You don't want to be around and be broke. Yeah. That just sucks. So what me. happened, bro? I was living life. Yeah. So, you know, but back to what I was saying, I think, you know, like, you got to ride that wave. Like, I myself want to get into the industry, and if I get... Big one day, you know, I'm going to ride the wave of whatever comes my way. Okay. Kind of the flow into what you just said, even about living your life. Yeah. Cause, balling out every once in a while and still being on the wave, still with Kevin Hart. Do you feel like his recent uh, events in life, uh, one being... For instance, the Super Bowl, he was like wasted drunk, trying to get on stage. They kicked him He's off of there. He, he he tried to jump on the stand. They kicked him off of there. Um, even the scan, not even the scandal. He got another he, um video, mm-hmm. the sex video with him cheating on his wife, his baby mama, and all that stuff. Oh, that was rough. Yeah. Um, That's rough. Is that is that a a weight? On his career, like, you know, he's at the peak. Is that bringing him down at any point? Do you see him stopping at any point, even though these things have happened? I mean, eventually someone is going to dethrone him, but he's already setting the seeds in motion with, like, the LOL network and stuff like that. Okay. Social media, Facebook thing with all the comedy you can play. And, like, that's eventually going to set him up to just produce other comedians that are coming up. Like, like he might find a Tiffany Haddish and be like, hey, sign with Heart Productions, you know, because he's got his own movie uh, production company. And uh, he just signed a big deal with Universal because of Ride Along 2 made him a good amount of money. And he's got a comedy coming out this year. So he's like, he set himself up pretty good. Like, he's trying to. Because he had movies. He had some good movies as well. Yeah. And so I think, uh, you know, they and they just know that even if his movies aren't good, people are going to see them. For the most part. Just for the name? Yeah, I don't think he's had a flop. And uh, Jumanji? Yeah, that's still still kind of booming. A billion. It's about to hit a billion dollars if it hasn't already. That's that's still booming. And so with that, you know, that just solidifies him him even more as like a... Get hard. Yeah, he said he wanted to do action movies, like serious stuff. So he's, he's out here... Somebody's promoting him very well. His manager's doing well with him. I'm just... Like I said, I'm just... I just... I just... 
But I see, I see what you're saying. My thing though. is just like when you your own top, you have to keep yourself moving, grinding always. Yeah, um, and I mean, you know, uh, there's never really a top. There's never. Really yeah, there's just like you you stay on there as well. You stay at the top as long as you can, and then someone will knock you off, and you just try to stay above water. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe like I've seen. Yeah, the top of the mountains, but you don't want to sink under the water. Yeah, I'm trying to think of like comedians that, that had a movie that. Or that had like a little bit of fame at first and they just dropped off. There's a lot. There's actually quite a lot. Uh, <laughs> um, let me think. Oh, this is a. No, <laughs> okay, uh, there's a. I don't have anything an against Tiffany Haddish, brother, by the way. Undercover brother himself. Uh, oh, uh, what was that guy's name? See? <laughs> when you can't even remember their name, it's like, fuck. Yeah, he Eddie was. Eddie, that was Eddie Griffin. That was Undercover Brother. No, it was Eddie Griffin, was it? Was it Eddie Griffin? Yes. Look, you pulling it up on me. Who am I thinking about? Mm-hmm. I'm thinking about something else. But I mean, hey. That was Eddie Griffin. Yeah, you know. It didn't look like him, though. Yeah, well, hey. That's what it is. But, you know, I think, uh, you know, uh, Dane Cook. You don't know who he was. No, At no. one point, he was like. Oh, he's gonna be the next leading man for like comedies and all that stuff, and he he fell off like pretty quickly. Hard, hard, yeah. And, uh, you know, uh, that was Eddie Griffin, dude. Right? He just looks so different. I guess I don't know. Yeah, they need to do a reboot. Put me in it. I'll be undercover, brother. You touch the front, you got to go. You use your black belt skills. Yeah, I could do it. I already don't like mayonnaise, so... Yeah, you ain't got no damn black belt, bro. I got black belt skills. Bro, after this... You have black belt skills? Yeah, after th- after this, I'm going to show you some moves. Why we got to wait till after this? Because I don't want to hear them... I don't want people hearing me kick well, your ass. And you like, an opportunity. And right? hear you, like, begging me, like, please, damn, please. And bitch, I'm like... Bitch, please. And that's what I respond to. That's exactly to. what that's, I'm going to say. That's what I respond like, to bitch, you please. With. I respond that way. You're no. like, damn, please, please. No, that's and what I'm what like, say. Bitch, uh, Yeah, I'm going to be like, bitch, But anyways, please. anyways... We're not, we're not about to. Yeah, I'm not about to whoop your ass. Yeah, I'm, I'm, not about to, I'm not about to cut your fro. <laughs> yeah, you mean attempt to. <laughs> but anyways, I think, uh, you know, I just think, yeah, comedians, they have highs, they have lows. You know, he just has a, he's the Drake of comedy right now. All right. That's a good, that a, that's a good comparison. I think that was a good uh, movie to end off of. Uh, real quick, let's do one more sequel piece. One more sequel piece? Yep. Of what? Undercover Brother. I already just told you. Reboot it with me. You're not going in it. I'm going in it. Not, Serious we're, Undercover Brother we're, movie. We're not putting you in Undercover Put me Brother. In undercover it's going to be X-Men United. <laughs> <laughs> X-Men United. <laughs> well, he already has superpowers, so fine. Yeah. He didn't have no damn superpowers. He did. He was awesome. What the fuck? That's pretty much a superpower. All right, Be, Batman. Being awesome is a superpower. All right, I know this because that's my superpower. Okay, Batman. Whatever. Anyways. What I what I'm saying is if we did a undercover brother sequel, you know, just have a son of undercover brother because Eddie Griffith isn't funny anymore, and it's definitely not going to be his comeback. That's like Joe Dirt too. That's <laughs> like I what's funny. About that damn movie. And what's funny is they did a Joe Dirt too, and yes, they got they the same did. dude, and like it was on Crackle, like a Crackle original, and so. Definitely, I wouldn't get him back. I would just say he's the father of the new undercover brother. So I could have Eddie Griffith in it, but not believe. And then myself as undercover brother. 
That works. <clears throat> that works, right? That's all right. You yeah. get it. Thank you. All right, you all. I think that's it for when you talk with Dan. <laughs> what you think, man? I think so, too. I think uh, this was a fun one. Definitely. And I think this might be our shortest one yet. 131. Well, not. Well, it's an hour and 31 minutes. So, yeah. Until next time, guys. Peace. We out.